up, sports fans? And welcome back to Low Expectations, the Gruder Golf Podcast, brought to you by the No Laying Up Podcast Network. Tonight, you've got Haley. Hey. Kiki. What's up? And me, Jen. Sup? Um, so our bosses at No Laying Up may have gotten to her first, but we are legitimately over the moon today to welcome the one and only Leona McGuire to the podcast on the heels of her very first LPGA win at the Drive-On Championship this past weekend at Crown Colony Golf and Country Club, shooting 66, 65, 67, holy shit, um, in a super competitive field. So we're going to ask all about that and her recent rise to fame. But for those of you who are meeting Leona here tonight for the first time, we got to rattle off some accolades because there's literally no, there's not enough time to get through all of her many accomplishments. Um, so she was ranked first in the world in um, as an amateur um, from May 2015 until May 2016. And then again, from August 2016 till February 2018. And those 135 weeks at the top is the longest in history for anybody. Um, she has a lot of other records. This is a lot, a lot from your Wikipedia page. I don't know if you recognize it. I don't know like who wrote it. Maybe your mom or something, but um, <laughs> I'm a big fan of burrito. We'll get into that as well. Um, so she also holds other records, the lowest score ever in the final round of a major by any golfer, male or female. Um, the lowest round in history of golf's major grand slam tournament rounds, both male and female with 61 at the Evian. Um, she broke the all-time rookie points record on either Solheim Cup or Ryder Cup with 4.5 points, which is like crazy. You guys heard us talking all about her after the Solheim and ever since. So, Leona, we could say, <laughs> oh, actually, there's one more accolade that I do want to mention. Um, back in 2005, she won the 10th ten- HSBC British We Wonders Championship by 11 shots. <laughs> wow. Very impressive. You definitely were digging, digging through the Wikipedia page for that one. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a very decorative Wikipedia page. Again, there are like so many things. So Leona, in case you don't know, we're so excited to have you. So so welcome to Low Expectations. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Do you remember the British We Wonders? Yeah, it was in St. Andrews. It was like a big deal at the time. I mean, yeah, it was huge. We got That's why you mentioned it. it. We're still tired about it. That was that was a big deal. Yeah. How old were you then? Oh, I don't know. Probably like 10. Oh, my my God. Masters at that point. So, yeah, that's the 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 deal. I'm like a little par three course at St. Andrews. Yeah. It was uh, amazing. Amazing. Um, So, first of all, you know, how are you feeling today after the big win? Um, I saw you. we, We thought we just kind of clarified this, but. We thought you were out grinding in the snow, according to Instagram. But was that like a later gram or what was going on there? Yeah, no, that was that was um, from January. That was like a couple of days after New Year's, I guess, uh, with my my coach Shane and, and Caddy Dermot. So Dermot was like, we need to work on the wedges. Wanted to do it before I headed back to the States so we could sort of work with my coach and then him there at the same time. So, uh, yeah, ended up snowing that day, but we uh, grinded on. So uh, Dermot posted that today. So I just was kind of. <laughs> reposting it i'm i'm here in orlando thankfully no uh little chilly but no snow yeah is dermot like so proud and happy right now like how have you guys been like how has it felt this past weekend like since saturday yeah i mean it's a little surreal dermot like he left like in pretty much an hour after we were done we took like a few pictures he like facetimed lisa and my parents and everyone at home and then he like ran off to get a flight from Miami back home so um he's home so I haven't seen him since the flag his bibs killing my golf bag 
Um, I'll catch up with him when we go home. But Dermot's a pretty chill guy. He doesn't he doesn't get too excited either way. But um, I mean, it's it's still a still a cool moment. Love that. Yeah, I mean, a uh, very historic moment, obviously, uh, with it being your first win. So we wanted to start off talking to you about how you felt coming into the season. Uh, what you were thinking about the off season, which I feel is not really much of an off season. It's very short. I feel, I'm sure you feel the same way, but uh, how are you feeling coming into, into this year? Yeah. I mean, the sort of 2020, 21, like ran into each other. It almost seemed like a double season. So I yeah. uh, definitely needed a break and <laughs> was pretty tired after, after the year with like Olympics and Solheim, all of that took, took pr- probably more out of me than I thought. So got to go home for like a month, which was nice. Catch up with friends, family, sleep in my own bed for more than three nights in a row <laughs> good food all of that so that was nice did some work with my coach and just kind of making small improvements there was no I mean we felt like we were close last year I played some really good golf at times so just tried to make a, a few minor tweaks here and there to my swing worked on my wedges just in the gym trying to get a little bit extra distance all of that and yeah I mean didn't expect that sort of to pay off this quickly in the season but <laughs> I guess <laughs> Well, it worked. I suppose a uh, more than three nights in your in your own bed probably helped a bit. But uh, sounds like you're pretty active in the off season, working hard. Yeah, I mean, as much as we can in Ireland, I guess the weather was was a little yeah. bit yeah. indoors than that. But um, no, it's it's always nice to go home. That's great. Um, so we we kind of wanted to get into sort of like the anatomy of the win, as as Jen would call it. Um, so. Going into this round, you know, what did you think your chances were like during the first round? At the start of the week? Yeah. At the start of the week, I wasn't that comfortable. I hadn't really, I didn't feel like I played that well the week before in Boca Rio. Um, wasn't really comfortable in the wind, especially in left-right winds. And then it was going to be windy again. So I was like, here we go again. But um, <laughs> did like a FaceTime call with my coach on Monday afternoon um, on the range. And he was actually... He was on his way to pick up his two daughters from from high school. So he sat in um, the car park outside the school on video with me trying to coach me through slowing down and a few different like sort of trying to get a swing thought for the week. And yeah, I mean, kind of worked. Didn't play very well on Tuesday. Played a, a money game with, with Steph Meadow on Tuesday. Lost that <laughs> and got a little bit wet, better Wednesday. And then, yeah, I don't know. Something just just clicked Thursday. And uh Yeah. Is that is that something that you do often FaceTime with him? Yeah, I mean, if if things aren't going well, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's back in Ireland, so he he usually gets out for maybe a couple of events a year. Um, he was a Pelican at the end of last year with COVID, he didn't get out that much, but yeah, I mean, what whatever it takes, he'll I'll send him videos back and forth, or or we'll FaceTime or whatever to to get something going if needs be. Wow, nice. And um, does whoever's in your group, like who you're playing with in your group each day, does that impact the way that you play, do you think, for better or worse? Yeah, I mean, there's obviously people you prefer to play with, people that you enjoy playing with. I mean, friends that you've been known for for years. Me particularly, I like to play with fast people. I'm not I'm not a big fast slow play. So, um, and you kind of know when you see the draw come out who they are. But um, no, I mean, I, I had some great groups this week. I played with Lexi and Anna the first couple of days, which was was really good. And then Brittany and Marina um, the last day. So I couldn't have asked for, for much better groups this week. Um, and everybody's playing well. It's always nice when you're in a group that everybody's playing well. You kind of feed off each other and that energy as well. 
Yeah. Wow. I, I didn't know that your swing or your coach was in Ireland. (laughs) Has he been your coach for a long time or how long you've been working with him? Yeah, he's he's from back in the wee wonders days. Wow, <laughs> wow. I'm fix it if it ain't broke, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's crazy. Wow, that's something to think about. Um, <laughs> getting an international coach. <laughs> I've signed up. I'm actually not to brag. I've signed up for um, a lesson. I've been saying, Leona, that I'm going to do this for. Um, I two think years. The, uh, two years. Yeah, two years. Um, two years. Every day. I'm, I'm getting years. a le- lesson with Megan King's dad, Lee King. Oh, awesome. Yeah. He's a really good coach. He's in Massachusetts. And I've been talking about I've had his number for two years. I've been like, you know, I, as soon as I call Lee Kang, like it's over for you bitches. And now <laughs> it's true. I did it. And we're set up for Sunday. Like two weeks. But, now, but now you're second guessing. Now you think you need an international coach. Yeah. Now maybe I need your coach actually. <laughs> now, well, I, mean, I mean, you can, you can FaceTime him from Boston. Apparently it works. <laughs> oh, that's also, so this funny. is just a few short weeks before our our spring break trip and Jen's like, fuck, God, I'm squeezing all the practice now. I'm like working out. I'm like getting all ready. I mean, yeah. I don't think we're going to be playing nearly as, as competitive of golf um, on the trip. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Which I mean, actually, <laughs> oh, you guys are in Asia then actually, which we'll, we'll get to the whole Asia thing too. Um, but we want to know even just like the nitty gritty about the weekend. Like I want to kind of feel like I was there. So like, what did you have for breakfast every day? And what's kind of your pregame routine? Like, what are you doing to get your head right? Get your mind right. Um, you know, get your body right before you play. Um, and did you do anything different this weekend or. No, I mean, I'm, I'm probably a little superstitious, I guess. Like if I have something for breakfast and I play well, I'm probably going to have it again <laughs> and again. Um, so like my breakfast, a lot of the time, like, oatmeal berries eggs toast stuff like that um there's actually really good omelets at the club this week so had had them as well um yeah so just it depends on the tea time i guess um but yeah generally sort of stay in the, the same routine um went out for dinner with the all the irish group on was it wednesday night i think and then yeah i mean we we kind of stay in our same same sort of bubble same sort of routine um every week try and try and go to some of the local spots wherever we are if there's there's something good there. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Who else is in your crew, your Irish crew? <laughs> there's, there's a bunch of Irish caddies. So there's me and Steph Meadow. And then there's, I think there's, there's are five Irish caddies now. So there's Dermot oh. that I have. And then Vern that's caddying for Yuka Sasso. Shane caddies for Madeline. Uh, Roy's with, you let me know. Harry was with Marina. So yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're starting to, to pick up some numbers now. <laughs> wow. Amazing. <laughs> Did you find like a good pub or anything or where'd you guys head? We did not. We went for pizza that night. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, it was um, a solid. <laughs> we always love hearing about kind of like your warm up. So, like, what do you do to warm up? Um, like, and before your round, um, we're always fascinated to hear that like people don't usually like you know use all their clubs, which is what we do when we go to the range because we're terrible <laughs> at golf. I don't know if I don't know if you knew that about us. We're really bad. Um, so, what is your <laughs> warm up like when you're going into a round like this? Especially, are you doing anything different um, if you're in contention? No, I mean, it pretty much stays pretty, pretty consistent. Um, start off with, I go to the putting green, do some pace putting, figure out how the speed of the greens, all of that. Um, then go to the chipping green, hit some chips, hit some bunker shots, hope that I don't need them, but try them out anyway. And then go to the range. I mean, I usually start acting about an hour and 10 minutes before my tea time. So putting green, chipping green, and then head to the range, warm up with wedges, work my way up, loosen out, and then... 
I usually do, I don't know why, but it's something I've always done. I do like pitching wedge, eight iron, six iron, and then work my way up. I just, I don't, I don't hit the odd clubs for some reason. And then uh, use my usually nine wood, a couple of three woods off the tee driver. Um, and then I play the par threes. So like Dermot will have figured, guess what he thinks. We'll have the pin positions, guess what he thinks the par threes are. So if it's like a seven iron or five hybrid and whatever else it is, so hit those four tee shots and, yeah, then we're good to go. Hit a hit a few short putts and and off to the tee. Wow, that's a yeah, that's like a full session then. That's that's yeah. pretty well rounded. <laughs> Way yeah. more than I have, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Got it down, Pat. Wait, um, Jen. Um, before we move on, did you get a nine wood? I can't remember. I got a seven wood. Oh. I wanted to get a nine wood like you actually, um, because we, we were, I just, <laughs> it was right after I distinctly remember somebody said when we were at this, we were at the Solheim cup, we followed you around like the whole time. Um, your sister specifically, actually, we just probably thought we were stalking her. <laughs> we were stalking her. <laughs> we kind of yeah. were stalking her. Well, she was easy to spot, you know? And like, we were very new to being under the ropes. Like we didn't know the rules and we figured she probably knew the rules. So she was a good person okay. to kind of like, this is nice to follow a buddy. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like you didn't want to, <laughs> she get... didn't sign up to be our buddy, but we <laughs> chose her as the buddy. Well, actually on the first day. So the press, the first press conference that you did, we were there and you had mentioned that your sister, Lisa was there. You didn't mention, mm-hmm. you didn't say twin. And I didn't know that either. So <laughs> I saw her walking around. And I was like, Oh my God, you must be Leona's sister. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, you guys look so much alike. <laughs> Yeah, we get that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but the most, I think everyone knows your twins now. You're like the Olsons of the LPGA tour, essentially. <laughs> Have you gotten that yet? No, I don't think so. I mean, we always wished we were in like Parent Trap movie, like growing up, that one of us I, got sent to a different city and we got to swap and play games. But uh, yeah, no, didn't happen. Oh my God, an Irish remix Parent Trap actually should be in the works for you I feel like specifically. She- <laughs> I feel like she could do that now. I feel like she could play for you in, in a tournament and see what happens. Oh, Haley, good idea. <laughs> we used to play, like, when we were on the Irish team together, we'd, we'd play foursomes. And that always used to confuse people. They'd be like, what happens if the same one's hitting the shot all the time? Right, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, people still get us mixed up all the time. We're, we're still pretty similar. But I think over the years, we've gotten less similar. Um, but, yeah, still still confuses people. Yeah. Are you technically identical? No. Oh, okay. He's older and reminds me of it. <laughs> 15 minutes, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such a stalker. <laughs> hey, I do my research. Is that on Wikipedia too? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is actually. It is on Wikipedia. But that's one that I feel like people bring up a lot. Like, are you starting to hear mm-hmm. a lot of the same like facts about yourself from everybody? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Just got like the facts down. All right. We'll go back to the, we'll go back to this weekend really quickly. Just back to the script. Just to, just to wrap it up. You know, we got the, you know, the before stuff, but you know, the final round was so exciting. Even going into that round, you know, it was a packed leaderboard. Things were really moving. Were you aware of what was going on? Like that Lexi was charging or what were you thinking kind of during that final round when you finally kind of like clinched that lead and held it? Yeah, I mean, I have no idea. I think um, there was no leaderboards apart from there was one behind the 16 green and one behind 18. Um, and I get a few of the media guys had asked us going out, do you want to know what's happening on the way around? Um, and we could check our phones as well. But um, we said, no, I didn't want to know. Um, I figured someone was going to make a run. 
figured probably Lexi or Patty or, or someone like that or Marina or Brittany in the group with me that I would know what was going on. I mean, Brittany started with five birdies in the first yeah. six months. Um, she couldn't have possibly got off to a better start. So I was I was just trying to make as many birdies as possible. Um, really tried to, I mean, Daryl kept being like, be patient, be patient. We'll get our chances. And yeah, I mean, I think it all kind of turned around seven, eight, nine. Um, those holes were, were key. That's when I was really sitting on that text, the NLU guys. I was like, haha, and I was ready to, but I didn't want to jinx it. Smart. I was really, I was, I was nervous. I was, I was like, I really, 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 for you, obviously, but a little bit for us too, you know? <laughs> I was like, this will be a great interview. I really hope she wins. <laughs> so tell um, us a little bit about what, uh, what this win means for you. Yeah, I mean, it's big. I think it's, I mean, it, I guess the nicest thing about it is that people, people stop talking about it, but asking, when are you going to win? What <laughs> Stuff like that. Wow. Um, it must be very think, annoying. Especially after Solheim and, and stuff like that. There was all the buzz after that and probably didn't have my best finish to the year. Like I was in contention a few times, like oh, second yeah. at my, and Lydia just played incredible. Second at Meyer, Nelly just played incredible. So I felt like I had a few chances last year and didn't quite get it done. Um, so yeah, it's nice to sort of get that squared away early in the season and, uh, yeah, sort of plan for, for other stuff. Yeah. Did you have a, uh, any celebration or party afterwards? Yeah. I mean, um, well, a lot of people left, so it was like, we were kind of there. Madeline was there. Jack sprayed me, sprayed me in Dermot with, with champagne. And then I had all the sort of photos and interviews and all that to, to do. And then, um, I drove back up to Orlando then on Sunday and, had dinner with some of the girls up here when, when we got back up and then my agent Mark flew over to do some of the media stuff and, and things like that yesterday. So, uh, yeah, it's been, been quite a hectic sort of few days. I'm not still not quite sure what day it is. Um, I was going to say like, what's this week been like for you? Have you been in kind of like a dream state after winning? Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't think it's really sunk in yet. I think probably if I went home, maybe a little bit more, I mean, everybody's so excited back home in Ireland. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we have to get the, the gold BMW convertible out again. <laughs> I mean, we have a whole section in the script around Irish mania because you are a national treasure at this point. The president <laughs> is tweeting at you. Yeah, That's it's a big crazy. Deal. It he, is crazy. crazy. What's that? He, I mean, he's he's a cool guy as well. So, yeah, I guess, you know, you're doing something right when the, when the president is, is tweeting at you. I mean, that's a big deal. It's wild. So cool. um, one more question before we get off the win. Are you going to buy yourself anything special? Yeah, I mean, I've got this question a lot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get a I get a Rolex for, for my first wins. Wow. That, that, um, but yeah, well, well, I'll have to think about it. See, um, I'm sure I can spend that money somehow. Um, <laughs> I haven't got a place over here in the U.S. yet, so I might uh, might start uh looking at some some places here in orlando now oh wonderful that's where it'd be orlando say again that's where you'd look where you'd look is in orlando yeah um yeah so i practice at at lake nona in orlando where they had the the tournament oh nice it's nice there (laughs) i get to to go back i get to go play the tournament now instead of uh like a couple weeks ago we were down at the bottom of the range practicing seeing all the girls get ready for the tournament play the tournament but we could just watch. So, um, it would not, it would be nice to actually, uh, be able to play next few years. 
Yeah, yeah now that you're a champion. I mean, you also get exemption to all five majors this year. So is that does that feel pretty good too? Get that monkey off your back. You're definitely going. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, the majors. I mean, some of the venues this year are awesome. Uh, Pine Needles for the US Open is going to be really cool. Muirfield Congressional. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty exciting year we have lined up, and yeah, it'd be nice to be able to just be able to plan uh, where I'm going and what I'm doing. Definitely. Are there, would you say there are certain types of courses that like are better for your game? Like what, what, what are you most excited about? What course are you most excited about playing this year? Um, I'm a big fan of Donald Ross courses. So um, like Inverness was a Donald Ross. Um, so it's not a surprise that I liked it there, but uh, so was, so was Pine Needles, I think. And going back to North Carolina, that's, I mean, I went to Duke for four years. It's North Carolina has been very good to me. So I, I want a Symmetra event there as well. So it's, it's somewhere that I mean I, I really love North Carolina. It's the first trip I we took to the US was to was to Pinehurst. So um really, wow. really look forward to going back there. It's a it's a cool part of the country. Wow. I would have loved loved to go to Pinehurst with you guys. That sounds pretty sweet. Was that when you were looking at Duke or was <laughs> that an invite? I was just like, that would have been cool to be there. That was the prize for winning the We Wonders. So you won the We Wonders and to Pinehurst to the like world championships so we were I don't know 11 12 um and the, there was this rule that if like a sibling won that your sibling could could also play so I won wow. so then Lisa, Lisa got to play and then she ended up winning and I finished like fourth <laughs> but uh yeah it was like in the middle of July or August it was like 100 degrees 100 percent humidity I mean, we were two little kids from Ireland who'd never seen that much sun in our lives. We <laughs> were roasted for a week, but um, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Oh my God, yeah. Um, what is the sunscreen situation on the course? What are you using these days? Uh, for either banana boat or copper tone, probably as high a factor as I can get, so I can end up like a lobster most of the time. Uh, I feel you. Um, <laughs> Seriously, think about sunburns now. Um, so to get a little bit more into kind of the, you know, the uh, prequel to the Irish mania, um, you're the first Irish woman now with an LPGA tour win. And we were actually shocked to find out that you were the first Irish woman to play in the Solheim Cup. Just because you think of Ireland as a country with so much golf and so much golf history. Um, so growing up, w- were there a lot of girls playing with you or what was... Did you have a lot of like female competitors? Were you playing with boys mostly or? Yeah. I mean, I mean, growing up, uh, I guess I had Lisa. So that was, that was always like a built-in buddy to whatever she did. I did. And we just followed each other around and yeah, we, we grew up playing with the boys. We started off, um, there was, there was no girls in our club at all to play with. We started off playing against the boys. We played in the boys match. We played on the boys team and until it got to a certain point where we weren't allowed. Um, and then we, started going to the girls tournaments and there was a few more and um yeah kind of just snowballed I, I think over the years there, there was more and more girls playing but still not an awful lot um until we started going to like England and Scotland and um sort of around Europe as well and and then there was there was a lot more but I mean when we when we were younger I just wanted to beat Lisa I didn't care about <laughs> anybody else to come off the course and I wouldn't look at the leaderboard I just want to know what she shot to see where <laughs> backed up uh, against her <laughs> so why do you why do you think that is why don't you think there are more female golfers from ireland i don't know i mean the, the guys have been so successful um i mean we've obviously got so many good golf courses as well 
I think there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of options um, in other sports, I guess. A lot of girls do like gymnastics, swimming, athletics, all soccer, football, all, all other sports. So um, I think a lot of girls, like they start off and then they sort of in their teenage years, maybe go away from golf and then they come back to golf. Like I have a lot of friends that have given up for five years, 10 years, and then now they're coming back to it again. Um, like what in, in their jobs or I guess after the pandemic. And I mean, I had so many people that have either come back to it or, or taken up golf for the first time going, have you got a spare bag? Have you got spare shoes? Have you got an extra driver? People that I never, like friends of mine that would never have dreamed of playing golf now all of a sudden are, are starting to take it up, which is, which is quite fun. Wow. That's so cool. Do you, what kind of advice do you give them or do they ask for tips or anything? Like, I feel like you'd be such a great resource for a new golfer having a pro friend, like a winning yeah, pro friend, a really good probably, pro friend. I'm probably too complicated. I'm, I'm trying to keep it simple. I mean, it's one of those things you have to enjoy it. The more you enjoy it, you're going to like want to go back. And I think that's the big thing, like doing it again and, and practicing. And, and people, a lot of people don't have the time. So it's like start at mini golf or top golf or, or whatever it is, get that, that sort of first. And then uh, maybe take a few lessons, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things golf's given me so much. It's, I mean, I, I wouldn't have been half the places around the world without golf. So it's um, pretty lucky to be able to do what I do. Yeah. I mean, it's lucky for us too, to get to watch it, honestly. Um, <laughs> and it seems like you, so to kind of like bring it back to the, you know, why aren't more girls playing? I mean, you're essentially responsible right now for a whole country playing, paying attention to women's golf. You know, you're the cover Amazing. of the Irish Times. They can't get enough of you. You like go to the <laughs> Irish Times, you search Leo McGuire. It's like an article every day. Um, you know, as you mentioned before, you had a hometown parade after the Solheim Cup with a uh, golden BMW convertible that you paraded through town in. <laughs> How'd um, that come about? Who's yeah, idea was that? Who's, whose car was that? <laughs> they need a race. I'm not actually sure whose car it was. It was it was friends of mine that we grew up with. Um friends of a friend I guess that that decided that it would be be cool and then uh we actually figured out afterwards there was no tax or insurance on the car and we, yet we had like a police escort through the time <laughs> but um yeah I mean I'm not sure where the where it is now but uh we'll have to maybe dust it off at, at some point in the future if there's a, a special occasion and I think that there probably will be a special occasion I think yeah I mean I mean I think a lot of my teammates were, were pretty jealous they all sort of went back we after so long, we scattered, went back to our countries or all over the U.S. or whatever. And um, I guess the, uh, they were pretty jealous that that I got that and uh, not not quite as much of a welcome. <laughs> Did people really come out of the woodwork after, you know, the Solheim or, you know, this past weekend? Like, have you gotten any exciting congratulations from unexpected people? Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there's been so many batches. I mean, half of them I haven't got a chance to get in around. I mean, trying to p- reply to people, and then there's more coming in. And, and I mean, yeah, heard from people that I probably haven't talked to in 15 years all of a wow. sudden. But um, yeah, I mean, it's the, I mean, the whole, the whole of Ireland's all buzzing. Like politicians, sports people, just people and people I played golf with, people I went to school with. Just uh, yeah, a lot of people are are pretty excited. It seems like. Anyone famous reach out? Any Irish uh, people, maybe? Uh, <laughs> maybe someone, someone in particular you're trying to hint at. Uh, we want to know if ba- uh, Bono reached out specifically. <laughs> is Liam Neeson not. Irish? Is, uh, did he reach out? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson? No, no. 
Uh, I'm not, now, not high enough on the food chain for that. Yeah, that might take a major or something. For, no, for we'll, we'll get it in front of him. We'll send him this podcast. We'll get it in front of him. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but well, you you um you're with Niall though. So do, do you talk to yeah. Niall ever? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Slide. We were texting back and forth. I mean, he was he was pretty excited. Um, I mean, he was tweeting along at the time as well. And uh, I mean, he's just a massive golf fan. Niall's a golf nerd. He brings his clubs everywhere. He watches golf all the time um yeah he's he's just golf obsessed um so he was he was very excited yeah for the listeners um we're talking about Niall from One Direction who now has a (laughs) sports management company called Modest Golf and that's who represents Leona which I think is really interesting I think that's wild yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's cool um is it just golf or does he represent like other sports and everything too and your sister works for him as well right yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's him specifically running the company, but in my head, it's like <laughs> him and like kind of on a stage running it. Yeah, I mean, he, he's one of the owners. Like, um, well, it, so Modest Music, like they, they're part of his, with all his career and stuff. So they did like a, a lot of like the X Factor and those talent shows and stuff. Wow. They manage a lot of those sort of music acts. And then I guess Niall wanted, he's again, so go- golf obsessed. He he wanted to set up the, the golf end. So I think they've got about be like 14 golfers now and they they've started to do little bits of like things in rugby and soccer and, and other sports working with different brands and, and stuff like that so they're yeah they're sort of growing it a little bit what does your sister do there yeah so lisa lisa joined modest maybe like two two years ago um as like a player manager so she she does a lot of my uh travel and booking my accommodation and all the logistical stuff replying to emails and telling me telling me where I need to be and where I need to go and replying to emails before I even see them in my inbox Lisa's honest so nice wow yeah yeah wow I need one of those people she's also in dental school so she's in her second year of that so um, yeah she's a busy gal yeah Solan Cup was uh, like she traveled the summer with me starting in San Francisco um she was on her summer holidays from from school and then Solheim was like her last hurrah she went back to school like a few days later <laughs> oh geez I was gonna ask if she's over here at all since then no no she she'll do probably do the same she'll probably come out in the summer like starting maybe like US Open or something like that she'll just she'll get a few events so she won't be your manager anymore will she when she's a dentist probably not no I'll have to find yeah find a replacement will she be your dentist though I hope so. I hope there'll be a friends and family discount. <laughs> I'm sure there will be. Um, I feel like it'd be really nice to have not only an assistant, like a manager like that. I'm thinking of an assistant. That would be the application in my own life. But it'd be really nice to have someone that's your twin. Because I imagine she anticipates a lot of the things that you would already do or want to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a yeah, manager. She knows, she knows what, what I yeah. would say. She's also... She's done a few like radio interviews and replying to some questions for me over the years. Like, yeah, she, you, she, she's a, she, she provides quite a, quite a service. You're not Lisa, wow. are you? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Promise. Well, she does interviews for me. Home, it's, uh, it's like probably 1am at home. So uh, yeah, she should be fast asleep by now. All right, you passed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, actually speaking of back home, I do, I did want to ask too, um, what is your favorite, uh, traditional Irish song? Do you have one? Oh, <laughs> traditional Irish song. <laughs> is that a weird uh, question? Do you get that one a lot? Not really. <laughs> have you got any like examples? 
I don't know, like follow me up to Carlo or like even like Ratlin Bog might count. Um, yeah, Fears of Acton Rye is usually uh, oh, like a wow, power ballad, like uh, at sporting things, like all the rugby games and like when Shane won in Port Rush, like that was everywhere. So that's that's definitely one of the, the ones that's up there. Um, I feel like Jen is is dying to bring this in some somehow, but maybe won't bring it up herself. But Jen was a competitive Irish step dancer. I wasn't, Jen's I wasn't gonna bring it up. Tell. It's not even on the it's not even on the show notes. Yeah, but I know you want to. Ah, yeah, I didn't really know how to tie it in, honestly. That gets pretty intense. Oh, I did it for you. Did you have all the costumes and the wigs and oh, oh yeah, yeah. shop a ring a dress, you know, like we were we were balling. I wasn't very good. I like you know, made it to like, you know, open and then just kind of floundered there, to be honest, you know, you still to- perform. I can yeah, still perform. For us. I can <laughs> for still us. perform for small audiences. So next time we hang out, um, I'll show you. Yeah. It's a, it's a good when party we trick. Like, People really like it. <laughs> when yeah. We I mean, like, when, we, maybe- when we were younger, our mom really wanted us to, to do Irish dancing. I think being Lisa lasted like two, two lessons, something like that. It wasn't for us. We wanted to go to soccer, soccer and swimming and, and other stuff. So she tried. We just, uh, just wasn't for us. Yeah. But I kind of, now I would, I, I feel like, like you said, at parties and stuff, it's like a cool thing to be able to pull out. It's very shocking to people when you like whip it out in like a dance circle or something, you mm-hmm. know, everyone's like, Whoa, like where'd that come from? So well, when we were like 25 years old, Jen put on the whole outfit for the Irish parade in Boston, the wig, yes. the, the wig dress. and the dress, the tights. <laughs> and it was, yeah, it was great. It was really great. Yeah, it's a it lifelong skill. Packs a punch, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, a, I don't know. Yeah. You might not be able to tell this. Um, huge fan of Ireland. <laughs> huge <laughs> fan. Um, you know, Just really dressed in all green in a green room. I've been to, I've been to Ireland. <laughs> the green, the green isn't like even that's just like a, a thing now, you know, but I feel like I've been to Ireland, I think more times than I've been to New Jersey at this point, um, <laughs> which is pretty fun. Do you have any recommendations when people come over to visit or something like what's what's Cavan like, too? Um, I mean, it's pretty rural. There's there's not a whole lot going on, probably. It's one of those things where people always know, like Dublin and Galway, and Cork and, and all those sort of t- real touristy places. Cavan's like on the way from Dublin to Galway. So if you want to pass through, I guess. Um, we have like a cool hike that's called like the Stairway to Heaven. So that's like oh. the kind of one touristy thing we have. We have 365 lakes as well. That's wow. Fun fact. Wow. But apart from that's that, a lot. there's a, yeah, not a whole lot going on, I suppose. It's, yeah, kind of a lot of farmland, a lot of um, just countryside. Very green, obviously. Um, obviously. That always, but yeah, I mean, people generally sort of, they do the cities, they do Dublin, they do Cork, they do Galway. Um, Galway's great for like all the Irish music and all that sort of stuff. And then, uh, yeah, around the coasts for all the, the golf courses, I guess. Yeah. That well, just reminds me of Ed Sheeran. He has to reach out soon. I bet Niall could get <laughs> He must be reaching out any minute now, honestly. <laughs> we have anything to say about it. Um, oh, I actually, I'm going to ask the question about, about the pudding actually, since we, since we have the time, um, <laughs> I wanted you to tell us about your grandmother's famous Christmas puddings. Oh yeah. Um, but our Christmas pudding, is that an Irish thing or do you have them over here? Uh, we don't have Christmas puddings, honestly. So I didn't, I actually was unfamiliar with the term. Yeah. It's like, so it's like a lot of like fruit, a lot of like alcohol, obviously. Oh, wow. Um, oh, um, I didn't know that. 
and then like some sort of like I think it's like lard or something like that um, and all different like spices like kind of like Christmas wow. cake but like pudding it's like a little bit richer there's like a lot of brandy in it um, I think she puts port into it too I mean it it probably would last forever um, <laughs> but it doesn't last forever it lasts like a few days but it yeah I mean she starts making them she has a process or whatever and oh she has to buy specific dried fruit and all the different steps for it and you have to soak it overnight and all that she starts making them in like September and then um, wow. yes yeah, dad has dad has 16 brothers and sisters so every Whoa. family gets sort of a Christmas cake and pudding she wasn't gonna I kind of felt bad so she wasn't gonna make as many this year and then I guess I talked about it somewhere <laughs> and then she read about it it was in the pit then like or she had it or like some of the Irish times or something and then she felt bad and then started making extra <laughs> Yeah, I felt oh, yeah. bad, but um, that's no, amazing. Yeah, well, it's on your Instagram, and I was cracking up because it's like Gordon Ramsay can't hold a candle to this woman, you know, with her Christmas <laughs> puddings. And I was like, that's the cutest thing I've ever seen. I need to I mean, ask she, about the Christmas she's 90, pudding. She's ninety-five, and she can still. I mean, and she had sixteen kids. Yeah, she's on Facebook. She drives. She goes to bingo. I mean, she's. Oh my god, she's active! Wow. You should, you should podcast. Uh, honestly, could we? <laughs> We would love do that. it, Leona. You know that I'm serious right now. Like I would have your grandmother on this podcast <laughs> tomorrow if I could. <laughs> Actually, I'm really interested now in the 16 aunts and uncles that you have. How many cousins do you have? Quite a lot. Some I've never met. Um, I mean, there's quite an age range. So dad is like on the younger end. So um, yeah, he's twin brothers as well. So I guess that's where the twins come from. And yeah, they're sort of scattered all over Ireland all of them in Ireland, one in, one in Doha right now. And, um, and one, one sister in Toronto. Oh, wow. Wow. That's wild. That's so many kids. Mm -hmm. Yep. I, okay. I really need my grandmother actually. (laughs) (laughs) I'm intrigued by this woman. I think that are any of your cousins like golfers Does anybody else in the family play golf or not really? No. Wow. That's so funny. That's wild. They were all, so they all like, a lot of dads, like brothers and sisters that lived around the area, like they were all calling over to the house on Saturday, like throughout the day. Like dad doesn't watch. Dad gets like really, really nervous. So he oh. won't watch. Mom watches all the time. Refresh, refresh on the scores. So his brothers and sisters were like calling to the house. And he's like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Oh my God. And so they were there, like all of them watching it. And, and he was, yeah, doing like laps around the house. And I was going to say, what does he do when he's not watching? Is he doing like yard work or something? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Colin Puppy like painted a fence. Uh, when I, like, <laughs> we, we have chickens at home, he went and like cleared out the chickens, like anything just to he like keep himself active. Yeah, go off the grid. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's so funny. How do they watch it? Is it on Sky Sports? Like, are most of because this is actually something that we gripe about quite often is that mm-hmm. it's not always super easy to watch the LPGA. Um, mm-hmm. As a fan, that's probably our biggest. Our biggest mm-hmm. gripe that, you know, you can't just flip on Golf Channel every weekend. You know, this weekend was on Peacock, which mm-hmm. I finally went for the $5 a month and I said, it's worth it. And it was. So thank you for making my $5 worth it. Um, but yeah, it's often on Peacock or it'll be switching. You know, you have to switch a few times. So do you, how is mm-hmm. it in Ireland? Do your, how do your parents watch? Yeah, I think I think more and more it's it's like Sky Sports, like you said. Um, Golf Channel's not a thing. So it's like they, they have the feed, I guess. Um this past weekend, I think it was like streamed somehow through YouTube or something, Sky oh, wow. Sports YouTube or something like that. So, and I think so was Solheim a little bit. So that's why a lot of people at home in Ireland got to watch it 
that wouldn't normally watch it because it was like Soham was on YouTube. So oh wow, everybody could kind of watch it. Pretty cool. Good idea. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. They should have those over here. Those rights. Did <laughs> <laughs> you get that? I don't know uh, why I have such a gripe with Peacock. It's just something about it. It's like one more service that like I was not ready to adopt, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I've so there's so many services. There's too many. So many services. There's too many, and I, Peacock is just tipping the scale in, in the other direction. But listen, it's necessary. Love the commitment. Commitment to the cause. <laughs> oh, we're committed. Try, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jenny, you just mentioned gripes. Do we want to? feature our Gruder golf gripes and see what yeah I am interested to know if Leona has any gripes just about anything in general really yeah could be golf gripes could be life on tour gripes could just be non-golf gripes people Uh, asking you stupid questions all the time (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean I get a lot of the like my great 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 grandfather was from whatever people filling (laughs) me me in on their Irish history I got a got a lot of that Particularly last week, actually, it seemed like a lot of people on the course in Fort Myers had Irish connections. Um, Everyone does. <laughs> Irish <laughs> distant family members that they needed you to know about. Yeah. Um, slow plays, obviously one. Not a big fan of that. Packing, I'm also not a fan of. I'm a very bad packer. Leave it to the absolute last minute every time. It always finds a way to get it done. But um, <laughs> if I could skip that, I very much would. Um does Lisa do any packing for you? No, but she's always, Lisa's a like super efficient packer. She's packed like a week before the trip begins. Okay. Wow. And she knows, she's always like, you should start, you should start. <laughs> I'm like, we all know it's going to come down to midnight on the night before and I'm still going to be searching around for that one t-shirt or whatever it is. Um, it always gets done, but yeah, she um, she draws the line of packing. She's not willing to enable, en- enable my procrastination. <laughs> that's fair oh oh my gosh actually we so we put on um instagram a call for questions if anybody had them um Mm -hmm. and a few people actually have them um a lot of them the theme is um beating up the team usa and the solheim cup um so uh madkins 86 asks can you take it easy on team usa in the next solheim cup (laughs) what fun would that be (laughs) that's a great answer (laughs) <laughs> that's fantastic um let's see what about ireland do you feel makes you a good golfer that's a that's an interesting it one definitely that's- has, i think all the different conditions you get in ireland i mean you play in ireland you get four seasons in the space of two hours so you gotta learn how to hit wind shots when it's cold when it's warm when it's raining when it's dry um there's links courses, there's parkland courses there's there's so much variety so i think you have to be creative with your shots and then also just mentally going out on those days where you know it's miserable but if you waited for a perfect dry day you probably wouldn't play golf very often in Ireland so <laughs> that's probably it I think that's part of how our golfers do well um, especially our guys we probably mentally um, we've been conditioned from, from a young age to just get on with things hey that gives you an edge on these Florida girls right <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit windy these past few weeks so yeah helped. no it yeah. didn't didn't look like you know what what we here in the north think of florida as you know which mm-hmm. is just sunny beaches all the time mm-hmm. um let's see so that one was from a bit better than bogey shout out our guy um amy hoffman asks your favorite way to mark your golf ball um so i i draw an irish flag on mine love that love that 
<laughs> I, have a, I have a blue line for lining it up. And then I've across the tide list is like I draw an Irish flag. Wow. We're going to need to see a picture of that. I like that a lot, yeah. obviously, for obvious <laughs> reasons. Um, and Amy also asks, what's the weirdest thing in your golf bag? These are good questions from the people. Good job, the guys. Weirdest thing in my golf bag. I don't know. I'm a, I am a bit of a hoarder, though. Um, I do have a lot of unnecessary stuff in my bag. Like when I played in college, my freshman year of college, we got to nationals and coach, um, he like was like, why is this bag so heavy? He emptied my golf bag on the middle of the range in the middle of the tournament and proceeded to take out too many gloves and yardage books and spare things that I did not need. Well, he thought I did not need. I personally believed I needed, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, weird things. Not really. I mean, there's no, just the usual stuff. I suppose golf balls, gloves, uh, teas, a lot of teas. Dermot doesn't think I need as many teas as I do, but they're in there. My ball markers. Um, yeah, just, probably five different chapsticks that I've forgot which pocket they're in and have to keep replacing sunscreen. Yeah. All the the usual stuff, I guess. Truly the people's golfer. (laughs) Five chapsticks really speaks to me. (laughs) Um, all right. Oh, well, I guess. So we don't want to keep you here forever, even though I want to, obviously. So I want to, but I don't want to. Um, but we'll probably close off with our last one. Unless guys, is there anything else that we're, we're forgetting? Or that you left on the I don't table. I think so. And we no. asked you a lot of questions. You answered them really well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, covered a lot of ground. Exactly. I know. This was fantastic. Um, but you've got a little bit of a break until Singapore. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you have mm-hmm. any, any big plans or are you just resting up? Um, yeah, no, it's going to probably take it pretty easy. I'm here in Orlando for a bit and then uh, going to home to Ireland um, for a few days before before we go to Singapore and Thailand. So oh, fun. That'll be sort of see my coach catch up with family and and all that so i'm sure we'll we'll have to do a little bit of celebrating um but we might we might leave the big celebrations till till later on in the year wow like a huge part well you got to see what else you win too right i mean it might be might have to double down on the celebration yeah the year is gone be nice It would be nice. It would be nice for all of us, honestly, Leona. Just so you know, we're always really rooting for you really hard. Um, like, how do you feel about like, your like fan favorite like cult status at this point? Does it feel like that to you? Or like, are we just weird? Because I feel like a lot of people are like super obsessed with you. Is that true? I don't know. I, th- I feel like Soheim changed a lot of things. I feel like, yeah, I feel like the the persona of Soheim kind of, that, that kind of got me on people's radars a little bit more. And they're like, sort of, stone cold killer sort of thing that that's <laughs> so you were scary that weekend yeah yeah good me and that were a pretty intimidating combo <laughs> i probably wouldn't have liked to be playing against us yeah i mean yeah we we couldn't stop following you guys we were like this is the best group we're just gonna follow them the entire time and you did not disappoint it was it was phenomenal um, so obviously we're all, we all here at Gruder Golf are very, very excited to, uh, to follow you for the rest of your career. That sounds kind of creepy now. I feel like I sounded creepy <laughs> the whole time. I, I thought you were going to say the rest of your life. So the, the rest of your life better. will be following you. <laughs> um, but you know, excited for the rest of the season. And, um, we really can't thank you enough for taking the time tonight. We were so excited to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Was, of will course. I see that? The events that are in the year. 
Yeah. So we're just kind of nailing down our calendar and we're, I'm definitely going to the Chevron. I was looking at places in Palm Springs the other day. I don't know if, if um, Lisa's already booked your accommodations. Like <laughs> maybe we can all get an Airbnb, um, but we're, we're going to definitely going to go to the Chevron for its last, you know, hurrah at um, Mission Hills. Cause that seems pretty historic. Um, and then hoping to get to the U S women's open. And, and the KPMG and the KPMG. Yeah. We're definitely nice. oh, big ones. Yeah. yeah. And you just, you're a KPMG girl now, right? I am. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. That's huge. Yeah. No, they've been yeah. pretty good to me. Yeah. So it's, uh, nice to have them on my hat. Definitely. So, so the next time that we're following you around, you'll at least know who you are. I will. <laughs> and maybe Lisa. I'll say hi. I'll say <laughs> we'll love to tell Lisa. We did take a selfie with Lisa, actually. Yeah, she knows. I don't know how we broached that. I think we were just like, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> it's us. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, Leona, thank you so very much. Um, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for your questions. Um, you can ne- next catch Leona at the HSBC in Singapore. Um, so, that's going to be an all nighter for us. Um, and until we meet again, uh, hang loose, swing easy, and we'll see you out there.